Today's Shira Mishnah Buryomi is Daf Kuf Mem Omud Aleph. And we begin at the very top of the Omud. We'll actually remind ourselves that we began Kuf Yud Aleph yesterday, teaching us the laws of Smichas Gulul Atvila. And we brought down yesterday that one is obligated to connect, certainly by Shachris as well as by Mariv, but more so by Shachris, to connect Goal Yisrael and the start of the Shmon Esrei. And he's not allowed to have any Havsok in between them even saying Amen, and then the last words that we did yesterday, below Bishum Pasuk, you're not allowed to interrupt even saying any words like Amen Yehesh Rabo or any other Pasuk, Chutz Mi Hashem Tiftoch, that's the very top words of Kuf Mem Aleph. So one is permitted, it's not called an interruption as we learned yesterday, to say the words Hashem Svasai Tiftoch, that is considered an intrinsic part of the Shwana Esrei. That's what we left off yesterday. Now we start with the Ramah. The Ramah says, Hagah, Yesterday we brought down that the Mechabi said, you're not allowed to answer Amen for Gal Yisrael. Here the Ramah says, a person would be permitted to answer Amen to Gal Yisrael. And the Ramah says, in fact, that is our custom. The Mishnah Burin Sivkat and Hay writes, that's only for the bracha of Gal Yisrael that the Ramah is mentioning. But he agrees, You're certainly not allowed to interrupt for anything else. The Amen Shayach Lebrach of Lo Heavy Hefzik. And the reason why Amen for Gal Yisrael is okay, because that's not called the Hefzik, it's Shayach to the Bracha, as opposed to Masha'en Kembeilu, all the other things, Amen Yehesh Meirabba, etc., Kedusha, Baruch Hamodim, anything like that, that's not Shayach to Gal Yisrael, and therefore it's considered an interruption. And Sivkot involved the Mishnah Buru writes, No, again, this is in fact our Psaka Locha, he says. He says this is only when the Chazan is saying, God, you saw, certainly not for yourself, we don't answer Amen. Why would you have thought so? So, Dishu footnote number 12 reminds us that we learned previously that sometimes at the end of an entire section, we do say a bracha and we can answer Amen to our own bracha. Dishu footnote number 12 then brings down that the Chassam Sofer. That's with the Nun, the Hassan Sofer. He's, a, I believe, a great-grandson of the Hassan Sofer. Writes down that the Shaliach Sibur shouldn't say the words Ga'al Yisrael out loud. And this obviates the machlokets over here between the Ramah and the Mechaber as to whether you can or cannot answer Amen. And he says, Ruchayim Kanievsky brings down that this is a nice minhag. And he adds, He thinks this was the custom as well by the Chazonish. And the Sefer Dark Chichayim Meshalom also brings down from the Minhagi Munkach that this was the way that they did it. However, Shlomo Zalman and many, many others are very much against this. And he says, the Shaliyah Tzibah should say out loud, Go'al Yisrael. And he adds, Nobody else mentioned this Eitzah before the Hassan Sofer mentioned it. And he says, And he says, Therefore it's wrong. If nobody else mentioned it, Mestama, it's wrong. And so too, in the Kovitz Mibay Slave, he says, to say, out loud, and then very quietly. And this is in fact Roshach the Shlita said that this is the opinion of the Rav Zatzal, you have to say this out loud. And Rav Ozden writes furthermore, he never saw anybody else do this, and this wasn't the custom amongst Klai Yisrael, amongst the Goli Yisrael, and Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky as well. And the Embassy Yaakov, Rav Yaakov Zatzal, says that this also is not correct. And again, the way I have always been taught by Rabbeim, and this is in fact uh, the practice in many shuls, is that you should say Go'al Yisrael out loud, and people should not answer Amen, and they should go and try to coincide their saying Go'al Yisrael with the Chazin to get around this machlokis of the Ramah and the Mechaber. The Ramah continues and he writes, V'yei Shomim. There are those that have the opinion. He says that those that hold, like we just said, that you have to be somech gulatvila and not have any interruption, that's only on a weekday or on a yontif. However, avol b'shabis, 
Ain't Sorech. On Shabbos, one doesn't have to be so careful not to have any interruption, which he explains, Pirish, the time of the Bina, Lismach Gula The reason that we normally are Somech Gula Latvila, because the Pasuk says in Tehillim, Hashem answers us on a day of Tzorah, and at the end of that, the Shabbos loves Mansara. Since Shabbos is not as Mansara, so therefore we don't have to worry so much about being Somech Geulu Latvila on Shabbos. We still do so, but it's much more lax, and as we'll see, one would be allowed to interrupt for certain things like Omenia Heshmei Rabba or Kedusha or things like that. However, why not on Yontif? So the Mishnah Bru in Sivkat and Zayin writes, V'yantiv, kivan diyom zehevi bishar yomim yom tzara, since normally Yantiv falls out on a weekday, so normally the weekdays are yom tzara, so this week it happens not to be because Pesach or Shavuos or Sukkot falls out on that Tuesday, so then it's still called the yom tzara in general, and shayach begam ken aposuk yancha Hashem, achar aposuk yularatzon, demayri begula. So therefore, on Yantiv, you still have to do this. Dishu footnote number 13, though, brings down another reason, based upon the Ramah elsewhere, who says that Yantiv is yom adin. And in Avkamina, the Tila Ladov, it says between the Mishnah Brewer's reasoning over here that since Yontif comes out normally on a weekday, so that weekday in general is a Yom Tzara versus the idea that it's Yom Hadin. So he says a difference would be if Yontif comes out on Shabbos. So Lefiat Tam Shal Ramah, that it's a Yom Hadin, so you still would have to be Somach Gula Latvila on Yontif Shabbos. But according to the time that the Mishnah Brewer brought down, so it's still Shabbos, ain't Tzorach Lismoch. Other hevdel beinayim, another difference between them, cause of asiyah halacha, linyan shmini yatzeres, so shvi shal pesach, sheinam yimei hadin. That those days are not called yom hadin. The concept of it being yom hadin is brought down from the Gemara, where it says that we're judged at various times during the year on various things. So, for example, on sukkahs, we're judged on the water, but that's on the first days of sukkahs, not on shmini yatzeres. And on pesach, we're also judged on certain things, but only on the first day of pesach, but not on the last day. So, shmini yatzeres and shvi shal pesach would also be days that aren't yom hadin. So, theoretically, you wouldn't have to be so careful in those situations about being so much gula latvila. Sivkat and Ches, the Mishnah Bura says, Lav Zman Tzorah, Vabes Yosef, Cholik Hazer. The Mechaber has a different opinion. Usvirulei Dehu Ka Semech Biyama. This whole Pasuk that you should be Somech Gulu Tvila based upon this Smichus of the Psukim is only a Smach. It's only an illusion. The Ikos Smichas Gulu Tvila Humidivich Achomim. And the real reason that we're Somech Gulu Tvila is because the Chazal said, Shedimu Yudches Brochos Achabirsk Gulu Laoavo Shalmelach. They compare this thing to a person who is a, a beloved by the king, and he goes to the king, and he goes and knocks on the king's door. The king comes out to greet him. If he sees that the guy is not there, the king goes back inside. And he doesn't come back when the person knocks again. So too, the analogy over here, if the person interrupts between the gula and the tefila, so the gula representing the brachas of Kriyashma, so you were knocking on the door of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if you interrupt between that and the Shemun Esrei, therefore, it's as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I came, nobody was here, and he left, and he doesn't come back. And therefore, I came close of Ramah, v'tov l'hachmir. And that's why the Ramah says that one should be careful, even on Shabbos, not to make any interruptions between gula and tefila that are absolutely not necessary. Then the Ramah says, Vlaniyus Dati, in his humble opinion, near the Masha and came beyond it, whom Mishum Shiheme Adin, Kidnam, Bemish Debeis, Parakama, the Rosh Hashanah, the Pesach Halatua. As I pointed out before, that we're judged on the certain Yom Tovim for certain things. So on Sukkot, we're judged on the water, on Pesach, we're judged on the wheat, etc. So these are called Yemei Adin, as we already pointed out before in Dir Shafut number 13, and in the Mishnah Bur, Sivkot and Zayin. So here's where the Ramah says, it's the Yemei Adin is the reason, and therefore, the Tov Lahach, Mary Paskins, that one should be strict in this situation as well, unless in Lobimokim should start. Unless you absolutely have to. 
Siv cut and test, the Mishnah writes, if you have to, what would be an example? That on Shachris, on Shabbos morning, if you're finishing up Gal Yisrael and the Tzibah up to Kedusha, you would be allowed to answer it. And this is in fact the Psak of the Elio Rabbah, the Prima Godim, and the Shalmei Tzibah. And he says, look in the Bir Halacha, and the Bir Halacha in Dibur HaMaschel, Vitov Lahachmir, he writes, even though the Shari Tshuva writes, even though the Shari Tshuva bring down the Shagasai says that you should pass like the Bechaber and not make any difference between Shabbos and a weekday in terms of not interrupting between Gula and Tvila in Cain 2. And Lahaka was there, one shouldn't be mekel on this so easily. Nevertheless, one shouldn't be machmer if it's going to mean that you're missing out saying or Kedusha. And the reason for this is because even on a weekday there are those that are meiko that you'd be allowed to interrupt for these things and he brings down the Sefer Evan Ozer as the proof. And he says, therefore, and he says that one could rely upon this opinion of the Evan Ozer on Shabbos morning if you have to say Kedusha or right when you're up to Goal Yisrael. Certainly a person should try not to do this and should stop at Shira Chadasha and say the Yehesh Mei Rabba Kedusha at that point. That would certainly be preferable. Sif Beis. The Mechaber writes, When the Chazan starts to say Shmon Esrei at the Chazar Sashats out loud, He goes and says the first Pasuk, which is really part of the Shmon Esrei, of Hashem Sosai Tivtoch Ufiyagiti Lasecha. The Mishnah Bruin Siv Kot Yud points out the Pasuk Zeh Hushayach Latvila, as we've already pointed out, as we've already pointed out previously, that this is an intrinsic part of the Shmon Esrei. Chazal instituted that it's part of the Shmon Esrei, and therefore, the Chazan should say it as well. And here the Mishnah says, says, One should say it quietly. And this is also brought down by the Bear Hatev. However, the Allah Brewer brings down that amongst Ashkenazim, many do say that loud. And in fact, this Roshach Shlita said was the opinion of the Rav Zatzal, Roshach Salavechik Zatzal, who said that one should say this out loud since it's an intrinsic part of the Shwana Esrei, and the Chazar Sashats has to say the entire Shwana Esrei out loud. So those that follow that opinion are very makbid to say Hashem Sosai Tiftoch out loud as the Chazan. But not all the other Psukim, and that's in fact what the Mishnah Brewer says by, by the Pasuk Yishem Hashem Ekra, Avoshar Psukim, ain't Sarachlomai. The Chazan doesn't have to say it, he certainly doesn't have to say it out loud. If he wants to, he can, but he doesn't say that out loud because that's not an intrinsic part of the Shmon Esrei. Because of the Prima Godim, the Prima Godim writes that after the Chazim finishes his private Shmon Esrei, he shouldn't interrupt for anything. Only if there's some mitzvah that he has to do. Let's say you're davening by the Kotel, there's another minion, so the other minion's up to Yeshmei Rabba, so he could interrupt there and say Yeshmei Rabba if he's not ready to start the Chazar Sashatz. But to interrupt for some non-mitzvah thing, somebody asks him a question or something like that, one should not do this. Dirshu footnote number 16 brings down that when we say on Friday night, the bracha me'en sheva, belel Shabbos, so then the Ezer of Rom from Bachat says you don't have to say the Chazan doesn't say Hashem Sosai Tiftoch. In Yerushu Foot number 17 he brings down after the Chazan finishes his Chazar Sashatz also he says not only before he starts the Shmon Esri, but even after he starts the Shmon Esri, until he finishes the Kaddish, he has to evolve to the Kaddish Diskabel, that's considered still part of the Shmon Esri to a certain extent. That's the conclusion. That's why we take the three steps back over there. And you don't have to take the three steps back earlier when you finish the Shmon Esri as the Chazar Sashats. So therefore you shouldn't talk anything that's not a Dvar Mitzvah at that point as well.
And finally, the issue foot number 18, he brings down, what about learning? Would a person be allowed to learn at that point in time? So, Rechaim Kanievsky, Shlita, brings down, Shein lahati relativos. No, you really shouldn't learn. You should just say... Tehillim would be allowed, or any tefillah would be allowed. For example, if he didn't say all of the psukah of the Zimra, he could fill it in then, etc. And this is, in fact, the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch HaRav as well. Only things that are necessary for the tefillah are allowed to be interrupted. And therefore, one could say Tehillim. However, in Simon Kuchav Beis, there it says, There would be those that would allow you to learn. And so too, over here, one could learn after he finishes his Shmon Esrei, even if he's the Chazan, as long as he learns without saying it out loud. Siv Gimel. The Mechaber writes, You haven't yet said Kriyashma, and you're walking into a shul by Shachris, and you see that they're about to hit Shmon Esrei. You don't start Shmon Esrei with them. We'll see. By Mariv, in fact, that's Talacha. You'll actually say the brachos of Kriyashma and Kriyashma after you say the Shmon Esrei by Mariv, but not by Shachris. Instead, you daven the regular davening, and you say Kriyashma and the brachos of Kriyashma, and then you say the Shmon Esrei, the Mismach Gula Latvila Odet, because it's more important to be Somech Gula Latvila, albeit you're missing out on Tvila Betzibur, than it is to Davin Tvila Betzibur, but not be Somech Gula Latvila. The Mishnabur in Sivkot Nyalalaf writes, wrote to Lomar, in Birchoseh, when you say the Shema, it means the whole Shema and the Brachos of Kriya Shema, because of the Shachris. And this is talking, as I already pointed out, only by Shachris. However, by Ma'ariv, Avol Bi'arvis, Yispalul Imoyim. If a person comes in late to Shul by Ma'ariv, people aren't aware of this. And they're up to, for whatever the reason, they're up to Shemun Esrei. They're about to start the Shemun Esrei. You should say Shemun Esrei with them, even though you haven't said Shema and the Brachos of Kriya Shema. And after you finish the Shemun Esrei, the Achakach, Kori Kriya Shema, then you read the Kriya Shema. Kemoshe Kosov Simon Reish Lamed Love Siv Gimel Ayin Shem. As we will eventually learn in Yitz Hashem when we learn these halachos. But this is a very important practical nafkamina. The difference between Shachris, where it's more important to be Somech Gula Lutvila, than by Marv, where it's not as important to be Somech Gula Lutvila. The issue footnote number 21 brings down, if the person, for whatever the reason, has already said Kriyashma, then Rishlomo Zalman says, Then if you already, in fact, were Yotze Kriyashma, you got up early in the morning, you wanted to make sure you make this man of Kriyashma, and you said Kriyashma. Now you walk into Shul late, and for whatever the reason, they're up to Shemun Esrei, so the Rishlomo Zalman says, in that situation, you could say Shemun Esrei with them. In fact, in fact, the opinion of the Shalos Tshuvas or Lutzion. However, Rechaim Kanievsky disagrees, and he says, even in this situation, don't skip Kriyashma. Say Kriyashma, and then followed by Shemun Esrei, even though you'll give up davening Tefillah B'Tzibur. This concludes Simon Kufyud Aleph. And now we start Simon Kufyud Beis, which is not to interrupt in the first three or the last three brachas of the Shemun Esrei, which we talked already, are inviolate. And the Mechaber writes, A person shouldn't ask for any personal requests in the first three brachas of the Shemun Esrei and the last three brachas of the Shemun Esrei. This is talking about, however, personal requests. But to go and add communal requests, that's permissible. Mishnabur in Sifkot and Aleph explains, the Shalosh Rishonuns, the first three brachos, Lamahim Domen, to what they're comparable to, the Evich and Shevech Rabo. This is like a servant who is arranging the praise of his master in front of the master. The Amtsios, the middle brachos, the 12, 13 brachos, those are the Bakoshos, Levich and Pras Mirabo. That's for an Evich who is asking his master for something. And after he's done that, he says, the last three brachos, Achronos, Levich and Kibo Pras Mirabo. That's the Evich who has received the prize from the master, He thanks him and he moves on. And since Wolfi Shari Shonus Hemi Seder Shevach, and since the first three brachos are the Shevach of Aikodish Brachu, Alkain Ain Roy Lishol Bem Trachov, it's improper for you to start asking Hashem for individual things during that. And likewise, the last three, when you're praising Hashem and thanking Hashem, it's inappropriate to ask for, for personal things. However, 
Shivkot and Beis, the Mishra says it is permissible to ask for communal things. Shazehu gam kemi in hashevach l'kovod l'rav shirabim trichimlo because this is also a praise to Hakadosh Baruch Hu to say that you're asking on behalf of his of the community because Hakadosh Baruch Hu takes care of the entire community. That's really praising Hakadosh Baruch Hu and that's allowed, and that's why we in fact do add the various things that we add in those brachos that are based for the community. For example, al we thank HaKadosh Baruch for the Nisim does for Klai Yisrael. We add all the insertions for the Aserah Simei We add them in the first three or the last three brachos because they're all communal requests. Siv Beis. Ein lomar piyutim lo krovitz. A person isn't allowed to say the piyutim, adding on various supplications and tfilos that Chazal wrote from the, sometimes from the Tanoim even, but mostly from the Rishonim, in the Gonim sometimes, and later authorities. And one shouldn't add the Krovitz. Pirish, the Ramos says, Krovitz Liotza. These are also Piyutim that we find in the, in the Dabni. Vyeshomim, others say, the Ramos says, Shu Rashi Tevos, Krovitz is the Rashi Tevos of Kol Rina Yeshua Violet Sadikim. We have this on Purim for those that have the, the, the uh, custom to go and say the Krovitz on Purim. There's an additional supplication that is added to every single brach of the Chazar Sashats with the exception of Esamach David. And I uh, Sham look in the Sidurim for what the Krovitz actually is for those that don't say it. So Rechavah says that one should not add Piyutim and the Krovitz in the Shemona Esrei. Hagod, there are more ads, however, but those do have the custom to add them in the Shemona Esrei, even though they're in the first three and the last three brachos, so since they're Tzorchi Rabin, many have the custom to say them, the Ramah says, based upon the Rosh and Tosos, the Ri, the Ran, all in the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. And he says, and he says, this is in fact the custom in Klai Yisrael to go and say these Piyutim, these Krovitz. The Mishnah Burin Sivkot and Gimel writes, Ubechuvah he writes, He also says it is permissible, like the Ramah brings down over here, that one can say all of these extra piyutim. The once was one of the Rishonim that, through his uh, great personal piety, was able to ask in Shemayim, should we or should we not say these things? And they would always respond to his questions, and he asked them this, he asked them specifically about the piyutim, and he was told that it is permissible. And he points out, the Mishnah Buddha says, that one should not be so quick to change the minog. If the minog is that they say it in that shul, then you shouldn't stop that minog. And he says, look in the Bach, Herak was there, he goes off and discusses this at great length, and also the Chavas Yar, for those shuls that have the custom to say it, they shouldn't change it. Sivka and Dalit, the Mishnah Buddha writes, However, if one is saying the Piyutim, he should make sure that if you're saying them in the brachos of Kriyashma and Shema, that it doesn't interrupt them saying Zmi and Kriyashma in the right time. If you have all these Piyutim that you're saying before you reach Kriyashma, and that's going to cause you to miss Zman Kriyashma, and likewise with the Shema Nesri, that's going to cause you to miss Zman Tvila, one should not do this. And certainly it also shouldn't cause a person to delay the davening so much that they end up davening past chatzos, which you're not allowed to fast past chatzos on a Shabbos or a Yontif, and therefore one shouldn't delay the davening. Likewise, in Dishu footnote number 5, he brings down that you shouldn't delay the davening in general just for the singing. You should only delay the davening if you're talking about delaying the davening all by saying extra supplications, but not to be marich because of the nagunim. And if a person sees that the tzibur is going to mizman kriyashma because of the extra piyutim, lo yamten aleim, he shouldn't wait with them in that situation. Once the shliach tzibur has started yotzer or who yaskel liatzmo belachas, he should stay along the regular brachas of kriyashma by himself silently, the spalu kasedi like he normally does until he reaches the shma, says all the shma, says Hashem lo kechem emes, and then over there now he's made brachas Hashem, he's made mizman kriyashma v'shom yamten b'shti. 
should sit there silently, shouldn't say anything out loud, even the Torah. Until the Shliach Tzibor catches up, and then he can say the rest of the davening along with the Shliach Tzibor. I'm sorry for rushing, but Baruch Hashem, this concludes Simon Kufiud Bey's and today's shir.